freelance podcast i'm your host and fellow freelancer rj mccollum and it's been just a little bit since the last episode so i'm going to give just kind of a quick recap quick update of where i've been what's going on and all that fun stuff but i am going to keep it quick just in case you are listening to these back to back or you're just coming into this so that way you are not kind of left in the dark being like dude you i don't know any of this so why are you telling me All right, so here we are. It's the beginning of February in the year 2016, and I purposefully took January off in terms of social media, doing all this stuff. It's been also a few months since the last podcast. I took a break from that. I've been working on other projects, and uh, for lack of a better phrase, I guess, just been trying to get my life aligned a little bit, just trying to kind of get a grasp on you know, what it is I'm putting time into and all this stuff. So what have I been putting my time into besides this podcast? I've been working on a uh, project management app for freelancers called Hector that I uh, designed, built, and launched in 30 days. And uh, right now it's starting to get a lot more attention from me and I'm going to be investing quite a bit of time into it. The short version is it's the project management app that I've always wanted as a solo freelancer who does work with other people but doesn't necessarily work within a team. So you can check that out at HectorApp.com. I also released my first course. Uh, Seems like everybody's releasing a course these days, but... I get a lot of people that ask me questions about how I'm able to freelance full time and if I go through those, you know, dips and valleys, how do I find clients? And so what I did is I put together a course on how to actually make a living just like I do as a freelance WordPress developer. So I mainly develop WordPress custom WordPress themes for agencies and individual clients. And so what I did is I put together a course centered around the business side of it and I also take you through my build process and we build a custom WordPress theme. So hopefully by the end of it, you guys are able to go through that and take those skills and actually start making some money as a custom theme WordPress developer. And you can find information about that at rjmccollum.com slash WordPress dash course. It's only $99 and you can go pick it up and get it all right away. So that's what I've kind of been working on. I decided to really invest and kind of jump back into the whole podcast thing. And the reason I decided to do that is one, it's easier for me than, you know, sitting down and trying to write a blog post about a topic or do this or, or do that. It's actually a, a way of creating content that I enjoy uh, more so than writing blog posts. And, you know, it gives me a different audience, a different reach as well. You know, I've gone back uh, and listened to some of the past episodes these past couple weeks, and uh, it's it's almost therapeutic for me to go through and listen and, you know, 
the the whole goal of this podcast is to to help freelancers just potentially like yourself mainly who are looking to make that jump from you know having a job and moonlighting as a freelancer to making that jump and freelancing full time I've now completed my second year as a full-time freelancer, and uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. So I'm hoping just to kind of shed some light, answer the questions that you don't typically get answered on other podcasts and stuff like that, that are usually centered around more kind of advanced, uh, I don't know if advanced is the right word, but more kind of, um, gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, established already full-time freelancers, as opposed to those of you that, you know, may be listening to this podcast while you're at your full-time job. Or in my case, I used to listen to podcasts on my commute to my job. And uh, just hopefully this can be something to kind of help you connect the dots a little bit more so you can make that jump. Freelancing full-time is certainly not for everybody, but I I tell you what, I, I have never looked back and I'm so happy I finally made that jump. And again, all of that just to give you some information that will be helpful for you guys to do the same. So that is a very quick update on where I have been, what I have been doing. And you guys are going to continue to hear more about Hector. It's getting a lot of my time. And uh, we'll do some brief updates at the beginning of these shows. But for me, the the thing this year, at the beginning of this year, is, is really going to be about consistency. And I haven't been super consistent with this podcast, and I'm not going to apologize for it because, you know, that's life. You learn and, uh, and, and you move on. But like I said, I've kind of taken a look at what I enjoy doing, what I want to do, and that's helping freelancers. I enjoy recording this podcast, getting to talk to some other people and answer some questions. So, you know, I'm going I'm to give this a give the whole podcast thing a, another go and aim to be more consistent. So we're going to go back to the weekly show format until further notice. So let's just go ahead and hop right into uh, the the topic that I wanted to talk about today. And specifically what I want to talk about is the word hustle. And my what I want to spend time talking about when it comes to hustle is we got to stop romanticizing this idea of hustle. And if you're not hustling, then you're not doing anything. Let me back up a little bit and explain why I think we over-romanticize the idea of hustling and why it can actually be detrimental to, you know, what what you do, especially as a freelancer who has a full-time job and moonlights, you know, you you get off work and you come home and then you work at night freelancing. It's easy to justify or give an excuse for the tiredness that you feel, the long nights that you feel, potentially missed deadlines that you, uh, you know, hit because something came up or whatever. It's easy to say, well, if I'm not hustling, then I'm not working or whatever. And I really think that's dangerous. I was, I was feeling this way towards the latter end of 2015. And at the time I'm, I'm recording this. It, you know, that's just a couple months ago. I was just getting burned out. You know, I put together a course. I, I built a, you know, and shipped a, a product in 30 days that I had never done before. I had a really big client load, uh, which was, you know, great for the bank account. And I just, I was, I was just tired is what it was. And so, you know, here, here comes 2016, the new year, everybody's making their resolutions. You know, I'm going to hustle my ass off and I'm going to do this stuff. And I'm doing this in 2016. I'm doing that in 2016. You know, just your typical, everybody at the beginning of the year, there's kind of that clean slate, fresh start, new hope, 
uh, so to speak, in terms of everybody setting resolutions. And I made a decision probably about, you know, January 5th or 6th, where we were already, you know, past New Year's, and I hadn't really had enough time or capacity to think about what I want to do in 2016. And so I made the conscious decision that, you know what, for all of January, I'm just doing client work. I'm not really going to put an emphasis or try to make myself, well, not try, but make myself feel bad because I'm not putting out a podcast or a blog post, or I'm not making as much progress on Hector as I may want to be, or I'm not writing a a book about freelancing or or all this stuff. Um, You know, I'm not participating in in the whole Snapchat craze that's going on right now. I, I purposely made the decision, you know what, let's, let's put my head down Let's just focus on client work because that can't be stopped. That's what pays the bills. I need to pay attention to that. And, you know, I, I kind of let myself, I guess, off the hook. But but that just, that kind of reinforces why I'm doing this this episode on stop romanticizing the, the hustle. Because what hook was I on that because I decided to just do work so I could make money to provide for my family? Like, why why do I have to say I left, let myself off the hook? Um, you know, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So that's, that's kind of what led up to, to this. And in January, I I really had to sit down and I'm lucky enough to be, you know, in, in a mastermind and be able to talk to some people on a regular, um, a, a regular interval that I was able to kind of express this feeling. And one person in, in, in particular, excuse me, that I was talking to and, and, you know, just, we kind of agreed that, you know what, we're burnt out. We go through these ebbs and flows of being super productive and getting a lot of stuff out. And then, you know, we kind of get burnt out. And so we end up taking a break. And, you know, that cycle of run, 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 and then pass out, run, 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 pass out. Like that's not sustainable. That's not healthy. That's not, you know, good for morale or the attitude. And, you know, kind of what we landed on is what's more important, not only to us as creators, uh, but also to, you know, our audience that, and I say audience, you know, to the two of you that are listening, um, you know, I have grown somewhat of a, a little following based on the podcast, the products and the blog posts and stuff like that. So I do have this little audience and, and what's fair to me and to you guys is consistency, you know, for me to, spend 30 days writing blog posts, putting together a course. Uh, well, actually, the course was was only two weeks. It was a very short time. And to bombard you guys on Twitter and boom, 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 here's the course, here's the course, buy my course, all this stuff, boom, the course is launched, and then silence. Like, that. that's not, that's not the person I want to be. That's not the type of conversation or back and forth that I want to have uh, with you guys. It's just, it, it wasn't, just, it wasn't, I, I, it forced me to be like, okay, this is not working. Like, let's, I got to change something. And so I took a look at the stimulus or or stimuli, whatever you want to call it, that was around me. And I'm talking about things like, you know, who do I follow on Twitter, Instagram? You know, what, what channels am I subscribed to and paying attention to on YouTube? What podcasts do I listen to? And, uh, for me, and maybe you as well, when the word hustle comes up, I now associate hustle with Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. And this is not me saying this dude is wrong, don't listen to him at all, because I think this dude is, he is just super smart. 
Um, and he's very vocal about what he thinks and what he feels. And this dude is the epitome of hustle. I think I've called him dude a bunch of times now, but literally Gary V, he is just always hustle, hustle, hustle doing these things. And I respect that quite a lot. When I first found out about him, he has a very brash personality, speaks his mind. He's, you know, loud when it comes to the videos and stuff. And and that was somewhat off-putting. But when you really sit down and you listen to him, the guy is smart. He knows what he's talking about. He's been there. He's done that. He's doing it right now. And he definitely gained my respect and I started to listen. Now, along with starting to listen, I started to buy in. Now, this isn't where I went wrong. It's important to buy in. It's healthy to have some motivation to hustle. But what happened is comparison happened. And when comparison happens, you have this person who is, you know, just go, go, go all the time, super successful, um, all this stuff. And here's little old me living in Oklahoma, you know, in front of my computer, you know, not even making six figures, it's easy to be like, okay, well, I'm not, you know, I'm just not there. I need to push. I need to push. I need to do more. I need to do more. And that it's not, it's not for everybody. What I think is important to do is to take a look at what you allow to affect and change and mold who you are as a person. And as a freelancer, again, you know, just like I compared myself to Gary Vee, as a freelancer, you're going to compare yourself to some other people out there. I think of, uh, you know, freelancers, freelance developers that I look up to and people that have kind of carved their own path. And and I've been down this road before where like, man, I want to be like them. I wish I, why am I not there? And then you start questioning yourself. And here, here's, I think the takeaway Here is what is important. Here is why I think you should not romanticize and go 100% all in with this idea of hustle your face off. Because what is way more important is consistency. Now, let me give you an example. And I'm going to use Gary Vee again. He is, you know, right now, he is very much known for, uh, you know, kind of the entrepreneurial guru, you know, um, pushing forward the idea of hustle and here's how you be successful. And he's very, uh, I guess, gifted when it comes to seeing what people are going to do before they know they're going to do it. You know, the current example is Snapchat. He's really been pushing Snapchat on people, not just because he's an investor, but because he sees what it's going to do. And as a result, a lot of people are starting to hop on Snapchat and follow his lead, which isn't a bad thing. But if we're being honest with ourselves, most people that do this are going to fall off. Most people are going to jump on the hype train. Woo, 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 Snapchat. Yeah, it's awesome. Look at me. I'm these stories, blah, 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 all this stuff, right? And then a, mo- uh, you know, a month is going to go by and their Snapchat is going to be quiet because they rode the hype train and they weren't really in it. And next thing you know, you know, they're gone. They're on to the next thing. But Gary V has the hustle. He also has the consistency. Now, this isn't, this episode is not a, you need to go follow Gary V. He's the you know best thing since sliced bread. Like I said, I just, I, I respect the guy because he's done it. And, uh, and he does have a lot of knowledge that he puts out there for you to consume for free. Before all of this, uh, you know, his his current popularity, he did a uh, 
I don't remember the exact year, but we're talking, you know, five, potentially 10 years ago, he was on YouTube doing this show called Wine Library TV. He owned, he was part of his family business, Wine Library, and uh, he started this show. He did a thousand episodes, a thousand episodes of this Wine Library TV. And there's many, you know, sound bites and quotes from him and stuff. Like, nobody gave a crap about Gary Vee and, and Wine Library TV um, until, you know, it got to, like, the the first two years. Like, nobody watched and paid attention. But because he stuck with it, because he kept that hustle consistent, he started to see the dividends of that investment of time and energy. And that's what led to the success was his consistency. So... You're listening to this, you're a freelancer already, you're thinking about getting into freelancing. The kind of community that we live in, especially if you are designer, developer, uh, engineer, uh, that sort of type, the, the communities that we run in, you know, when it comes to online, you cannot go a day without seeing hustle, product hunts, you know, Snapchat, whether it's, you know, the get shit done mug or poster from Startup Vitamins. You know, I'm I'm looking at a poster in my room uh, right now and it says hard work beats talent. It's a Startup Vitamins poster. I actually really like it. But we have all this stimuli around us that is preaching this idea of if you're not working your face off, you're failing. That is not true. That is not right. Everybody has a different uh, cadence inside of them that you work at. Some of you are able to hustle, 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 get things done, and keep consistent with that. Others, that's not for you. So I took January to kind of reset, reconnect. Okay, where am I at as a freelancer? What are my goals overall? And what can I do to get there? And instead of necessarily coming up with individual goals, kind of the, the, the I guess the, the mantra you could say, the mantra you could say would be consistency. Don't spend all this time thinking about all the things you should be doing now and hoping for an immediate return because it's not going to happen. Those little flashes in the pan of success that you may or may not reach, they give you that high, whether it's likes on Instagram, Facebook, tweets, whatever. You know, there's not a lot of people that can be honest when saying this, that that doesn't give them some sort of euphoria uh, in their brain. In fact, it's scientifically proven that it does. But you got to play the long game. You need to be consistent because those little flashes in the pan, they're just that. They're quick, boom, they're done. And now you have nothing for that. But if you are consistent, you know, and I'll just use this podcast as an example and, and just kind of my overall metrics that don't necessarily, you know, make a big impact on me, but there is a direct correlation between my consistency and my Twitter followers, downloads of the podcasts, views on my blog, uh, article, uh, medium article, uh, you know, reads and listen, uh, or I already said listens to the podcast, uh, newsletter subscribers. There, there is a direct, if I was to go back last year and see when the spikes were, when things kind of picked up a little bit and then tapered off, it would be directly related to the work that I was doing. 
So rather than going through these ebbs and flows, you know, these hills and valleys of a lot of work and then boom, silent, instead of doing that with consistency, chances are I'm actually going to be, I'm going to be building at a much steadier pace and continue to go up in a more reasonable way in a way that doesn't necessarily kill me, kill myself because I think that I need to be up at 2 a.m. writing code in order to be hustling and in order to be successful, in order to be doing this stuff. And uh, because that that's not true. I can work. I can have, you know, I, I can not feel guilty when I'm watching a show with my wife at night uh, on Netflix, you know, because as long as I'm being consistent and as, lo- as long as I'm putting in the effort, I know that's going to be good enough. Now, as a freelancer, part of what kind of mucks that up a little bit is that a lot of times the work you do is also directly related to the money that you make. Whether you're billing per project or you're billing hourly, that's just the way that it is. Most of us, and, and myself included, I have you know one large retainer client that you know pays a, a decent amount per month. Um, but a lot of us don't make a living or make money as a freelancer only based off of retainers or something that you can count on. We don't have the luxury of recurring revenue. So a lot of that hustle, a lot of that work that needs to be done is directly correlated to what your bank account looks like. Now, sometimes you got to hustle your face off. You got to put in the work. You do have to be up at 2 a.m. writing lines of code because guess what? Rent is due next month and you don't quite have it. But once you finish this project, you will. To me, that's different. That's kind of, I'm kind of talking about two sides to uh, potentially the same story here. So again, the, the takeaway is do not just buy in blindly or even not blindly stop romanticizing the hustle be true to yourself be consistent and just put in the work consistently put in the work instead of i gotta do all this stuff i gotta do all this stuff just listen to yourself because i already feel better uh going through that and doing that. And this is the first thing that I'm doing in order to build consistency. And that's starting the podcast up again. So that's it. We're back or I'm back because there's nobody else here. Um, excited to answer questions. So if you guys have a question about freelancing, please make sure to reach out. You can send me an email, RJ at RJ McCollum, or reach out on Twitter. I am at RJ McCollum. This episode of the Freelance Podcast is brought to you by How to Make a Living as a WordPress Developer. I take you through the business side of things in order how to find clients, how to deal and handle clients, and then actually the process of building WordPress themes, custom WordPress themes, and how you can do it a certain way in order to provide value to your client and save you time and make more money. You can get that course at rjmccollum.com slash WordPress dash course. Thanks for listening. As always, guys, feel free if the need arises or you feel compelled to hop into your podcast subscriber of choice and rate this sucker up. Helps me find new listeners, helps new listeners find me, I guess I should say. And at the end of the day, just helps freelancers help freelancers. Till next time.